A to Z of college recruiting. This is the show where you'll learn about the latest tips and tricks on how to maximize your scholarship opportunities tenfold. You'll learn the hows, whys, and what's of college recruitment and scholarships. Let's get into it. Hello again, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the 25th episode, quarter century. Uh, very exciting for all of us uh, staff here at NSR. Podcast is growing pretty quickly. Thousands of viewers now, which is really awesome. Uh, we video the episodes, which you would have seen last week. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Uh, it's obviously got the, the subtitles there as well. Uh, but look, they should get better every week from now on. And it's all new to us as well. Um, so please bear with us over the next sort of few weeks as we, we figure a few things out. Um, but it is is new and, and exciting. Uh, we'll also have podcast uniforms uh, in the coming weeks too, which is pretty cool. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the new uh, the new little thumbnail as well for the video. Uh, so that that's something we'll be uh, sort of implementing every week uh, as well on the podcast. So uh, look, don't forget to subscribe uh, to the YouTube channel, uh, iTunes, and any other podcast app, um, whether it be in the, the the Google Play Store or uh, on on the uh, iTunes Store. Um, and you can you can stay up to date as possible with all the episodes. You, you should be notified when we upload something new. So, uh, look, this week's episode is more of an academic episode. I know in the past few weeks we've spoken about um, more of the athletic side of things. Uh, so we're going to talk about university coursework in the US. Uh, we'll also talk about the differences between you know the, the US and, and Australia um, because really it's like you know, comparing apples with oranges, and there is a lot of confusion. Uh, with this particular topic. So in this week, we'll have the Director of Prospect Management, Matt Wade. Matt, you're on again, mate. Welcome back. Thanks for uh, joining me on my podcast, Jacob. <laughs> no really worries. appreciate it. No worries. It's just me and you this week, probably just, just having the time of our lives, just that's, educating people. That's it, man. Running that's a podcast. Like, you only live once, you know, and you might as well educate people while you do it. Exactly. We do a pretty good job of it. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Did you want to touch on anything straight away? Well, <laughs> look, I was expecting a little bit of a different intro, but um, you know, you were going to ask me, "Hey, anything cool happened?" Blah blah blah. Yeah, that, um, I was going to ask you that actually. Has anything cool been happening? Anything new in the office from the weekend? Just gone? Any offers? Anything exciting? Have you spoken to coaches this morning? Yeah, I'll, and yes. Okay, cool. And, and I'm going to get to that in just one second, okay. but. Uh, one thing that, that I do want to touch on straight away uh, yep. is that, look, thanks to your feedback, uh, all you viewers out there, you know, wanting to see us interact and, uh, and, and, and film these, um, not only has it allowed you to see us and, and the way that we do this, but uh, it, it's also allowed us to see ourselves, <laughs> all right? And I just want to, you know, step up and, and firstly apologize to my body, Um <laughs> As well as to everyone else out there, uh, because I used to be a very elite athlete. Uh, and after watching the episode last week, um, I realized that I'd, I'd stacked it on. <laughs> all right. So, um, so since then, all right, I, I, have, I have started running again. I've gotten back into fitness. I've started eating right. Yep. Uh, and, and I promise you, everybody... Everyone out there, as well as myself, uh, that in the next month, each week, you're going to see me continue to slim down. I feel great after last week. So, look, it's yeah, it's real now. You have to you have to follow through with. Well, it. that's you know, it. I, I, I did this so. for a reason because I, 
now all of you are holding me accountable <laughs> all right, for, for making sure that I stick with it and I get back to, you know, looking like an athlete. <laughs> all right, because uh, it, it's always in here. And, yeah. and I still got some, you know, great physical abilities. Uh, I just just been hiding them under a lot of mush um <laughs> relaxed relaxed muscle that's it that's it i, I had like a six pack uh, it's now on ice is what i like to say no i would uh like to apologize as well i used to be a bodybuilder but um that's sort of <laughs> it's gone away as well i've you know I've you, lost a lot of muscle when i muscle. recruited you mate you you were like arnold schwarzenegger-esque <laughs> all right you're massive um but no look back to the good stuff yeah. um the podcast. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay, we're not talking about me here. We're no. just, this is for you guys. This is for you guys. That's it. Uh, but today, as I said in the intro, we're going to talk about the education system. In the last few weeks, we've been speaking more about the athletic side of things. Yep. And um, last week's episode was really cool. Thanks for everyone's feedback on, on that one. Um, Can I tell you the cool thing? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So first thing this morning, I had a great conversation with one of our boys named Jason Chung. Um, Jason went over, started out at the University of Charleston uh, Beckley campus, uh, and, and when their soccer program decided to stop running, he moved to uh, the main campus of the University of Charleston. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he finished his studies in three and a half years, which is something actually that we're going we're to talk, talk about today. Yeah, he graduated just this past December, so yep. a couple months ago, um, and he was a part of the NCAA Division II National Championship men's soccer team, University of Charleston. Wow. So, yeah, got, to, got a chance to catch up with him and, and um, just sort of see what he's doing. He's now working with his dad and, you know, selling imported car parts, which, uh, look, like I said, straight into the business world. There you go. Like I said, hadn't, hadn't you know, hadn't stopped. He, he just straight back into it, and, yeah. and now he's back in Australia. And, yeah, it was really, really cool to, uh, to catch up with him. And, but and won a national championship. Won a national championship. That's, yeah, not too many people get to experience. No, like in penalties. Yeah. <laughs> like won a national championship in penalties. That's like exciting. it was unbelievable. And, and, and that's what he said. He goes, he goes, look, you know, there were some challenges and there were some really, really good times and some times where I wondered, like, am I doing the right thing? And, and, and then it all came to a big finale and, yeah. and an awesome, awesome close when he got to go to the national championship in Kansas City. And hoist a trophy with confetti and, and won it. And won it. <laughs> That's so Won awesome. a national championship. That's so awesome. Unbelievable. Even just to play in a national championship would be unbelievable. Well, just to watch it. <laughs> just to <laughs> just be there to watch it. Yeah. Spectator. It's unbelievable. All right, back to the educating of. Okay, of so that yours. was my cool thing. <laughs> now we're going to get into some even cooler things. There you go. So the education system in the States, I guess, is quite confusing, especially when you've grown up in the. The Australian or New Zealand system, it, you know, because it's really like comparing apples to oranges again. As as there are a lot of things that we've spoken about recently, it's it's so different. Uh, not just with uh, you know the athletic side of things or the education system, really everything. Um, I guess they they speak the same language. You guys speak the same language. That's something we have in in common. I guess. Well, somewhat Texan, yeah, <laughs> some, yeah. But look, I think we'll begin with a very simple overview of of the two systems just to get everyone's head around it uh do you want to maybe explain the duration of of study um i guess the ins and out of ins and outs of their education system and entry requirements and anything that you feel necessary yeah definitely so um i'll start with entry requirements so obviously as most of you know you you know you here in australia new zealand uh you're you're working to to get an atar score or an op result or 
an NCA level three endorsement with merit or whatever it is, whether you're in Australia or New Zealand. And that's what determines uh, the universities that you can gain admission into. Uh, and it also determines what you can actually study at university. Um, so that's a, it, you know, and, and ultimately you, you know, if, if you know exactly what you want to do and you stick to that to a T, then you can essentially complete a bachelor's degree in three years. Um, but if you don't qualify straight away to get into your course, um, you know, you may need to do an extra year, a pathways course to get into that. And then, which is where it turns into a four year. Yeah. Pathway, which, which, which is... could turn it into to a four year pathway. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Australia, you know, there's 64 or so universities, um, and, and it's really, it's never guaranteed that you're going to get accepted uh, unless you hit the mark, yeah. you know, and, and there's so much pressure, so much pressure to put on those, those, you know, end of year 12 exams to, you know, really. End in year 11, year 11 and well, year 12. Well, year 10. It's very stressful. Go back to year, I'll take it <laughs> even a step further at 15 years old to sit there and say, oh yeah, pick your electives for the next two years yeah. uh, that are ultimately going to lead to your testing that leads to a score that then determines if you can or can't study what, what you, you want to study. study. And you, you have to know what you want to study in year 11 then to, to go you through You can go in year 10. Yeah, there you go. But, but, and and that's, that's where the U.S. system is, is inherently different yeah. because I asked the question, and, and you can answer this you know, for the viewers, I guess. Okay. Um, is going to university or, or, or studying after year 12, is it your choice? Well, yeah. Yeah. Like you don't have to do it, do you? No, no it's your choice. It's your choice. So um, why on earth... If it's your time, your energy, your effort that are going to go into post-secondary studies, yeah. why can't you study whatever you want to study? Yeah. That, doesn't, that, that doesn't make sense. Do you have an answer for that? Why can't you study what you, you want to study? Yeah, here in Australia or in New Zealand. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Okay, neither do I. It doesn't make, I've been asking it doesn't that make question, too much sense. I've been asking that question for seven years and yeah. no one's been able to give me the actual answer to that. I mean, you can study what you want to study, but you have to have made... Oh, but you, yeah. For, for example, physio is an example. If you want to be a physio, you have to have, what, 98? 96, at least. Ridiculous ATAR score. Yeah. That's to go straight into right. to studying physio. If you don't meet those requirements, you do an extra year anyway to then get into it. You know, so, yeah. Yeah. So, look, U.S., basically all I'm saying, U.S. is a lot different. Yeah, very different. All right? Your, your grades throughout high school are still very, very important. Mm-hmm. All right? Um, but nothing determines what you can or can't study other than you. All right. You you genuinely get to choose whatever you want to study. Like all that you really need is a high school certificate. You need to graduate from year twelve or year thirteen in New Zealand. You need to graduate, and and there are so many different pathways for you to do exactly what you want to do. Um, you know, we and and I think the big difference is that we we've, we've got so many different pathways and, and and so many different pathways designed for different types of students. Like if if you're an unbelievable student. Um, then you open the door to more options. If you're an average student that just finishes with the minimum, then you still have you know over a thousand options that you can sit there and choose between. And and at the end of the day, like it, what you study is is completely up to you. So your nine through twelve grades, and we've talked about this before, yeah. will, will be added together as your overall grade point average on, a, and and that'll be converted to sort of a four point scale. So different schools will say, hey, we require at least a 3.0 grade point average uh, and at least a 1,200 SAT or a you know, 24 ACT t- to gain admission. Um, and, and so ultimately your, your grades, the classes that you take, uh, as well as whether you have an SAT or an ACT, so a, a standardized university entry test, 
Um, that will determine the types of schools that you can gain admission into right from your first year. Um, but once you've gained admission into those schools, you can study whatever you want to study. And, and, and that's, uh, I think, a hard concept for, for people to grasp. And, and there's a reason for that. And studying in the United States takes four years to get to a bachelor's degree. Um, so your, your ATAR means, like I said, it still means something in a sense that it's going to, the better ATAR that you have and the better grades that you have, the, uh, you know, the better that your GPA is going to be, yeah. but it doesn't have the same meaning when it comes to choosing what you can study and what you can do. Yeah. Um, so it sounds like, uh, I guess one of the main differences, differences are, is everything you do before university here in Australia in terms of study determines what you can study here in Australia everything you do before university here if you want looking to go to the US will determine what school you can get into but you can study whatever you want correct okay that's a that's the best way of describing it like um, you again it's your time it's your energy it's your effort it's your life whatever you want to be you you, you can become um, I'll, I'll use myself as an example like we talked about physio that's that's one that's really popular um, Look, I, I was, you know, I would, I would have been the equivalent of, of somebody that, that didn't take year 12 exams. Yeah. I had a very, very average, I think I scored 18. No, sorry, I scored 19 on the ACT, and then I took it a second time, and I scored 16. <laughs> All right? So, that's worse. Yeah, that's worse. Correct, yeah. <laughs> Out of 36. Yeah. All right? Um, so I had passed it with the first attempt. Um, my grade point average was about a 2.5, so like a C plus. Um, with a minimum score. So look, I, I still had options in terms of where I could go, but I, I thought, um, you know, physio, I, like I thought that that was physical education. <laughs> so, so I jumped in and I, I said that I want to major in physical education. And, and, um, you know, I found out after taking a few classes, like that's not what I want. I, I like the science side of it. And, and that's what I want. And they're like, Oh, well that's a, that's a pre-professional program. And that's, um, you know, so yeah, we'll, and we'll, we'll talk about sort of how that that all works. But mm-hmm. but essentially, I then changed what I thought that I was going to be doing, and you know, jumped into the course that I really wanted to do, and then I started making really good grades. Yeah. Um, so again, after my first year, I I changed from physical education to actually exercise science and yeah. sports medicine, which was which was what I wanted to do. So, so really, the theory behind it is you're going to do better in something you want to study rather than something you sort of told you can or can't. It, that's exactly it. Yeah, that's exactly it. Okay, so hopefully now everyone has a better understanding of you know, entry requirements and the, the differences uh, between the, the Australian and the US sort of education system. Um, I want to touch on the first two years of, of study in the United States because, again, it's a little different than here in Australia. Uh, but overall, again, the state's four-year sort of pathway here in Australia, three years. Do you want to touch on maybe why why that's the case? Yeah. Um, and I guess the the biggest thing of why it's a four-year pathway in the United States as opposed to a normal, I guess, a three-year pathway of what you're used to here is because uh, the U.S. system requires this additional liberal arts core curriculum. All right? Um, people get confused when you say liberal arts. They think it's like art, like you're doing art. Um, no, it's basically liberal arts is written and verbal communication. All right, so you, you always wonder why Americans are loud and confident, and 
you know, we 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 use our hands a lot. Um, All those speech classes. Yeah, well, it's because it's actually ingrained in our education system. Like, no matter what you want to study, improving your written and verbal communication will get you better prepared for the working world. Because yeah. especially this day and age, technology. Um, you know, the, the amount of typing that you do, the, the amount of speech and, and, and the amount of people that, that you interact with, like th- those are all things that, that will help you no matter what career th- that you go into. So, you know, basically in, in, in the States, you will, um, the, the first two years of your study will be a combination of your liberal arts core curriculum. So your written and verbal communication core, in addition to the prerequisite courses for further study in a specific related field, yeah. all right, and and essentially Australia skips that that liberal arts and ultimately jumps straight into those prerequisite courses. Mm-hmm. So I'll talk like exercise science. I'll use myself as an example here. So um, I had my liberal arts core, um, but also mixed into that I had biology, chemistry, anatomy and physiology, um, cellular molecular biology. You know, I, I had my I had my sciences. I had to be able to break the body down, understand how the body worked, uh, before I could then go in my third year and understand how to, to to change it. You know, how to alter it through different workout programs and things like that. So that that's essentially you know, in an exercise science course in Australia, that's that's your first year. You go straight into that. Um, whereas when when students go to the U.S., they're gonna that's still gonna be a part of your first and second year. But then there's also going to be that mix of, of English and writing and literature and, you know, mm-hmm. getting you to understand and, and have, have better communication skills overall. Yeah. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, makes sense. So a little bit more freedom in the, in the first two years, I guess, as well with choosing courses well, that's, and the classes that you're taking. Exactly, because a lot of kids don't actually know what they want to study. Yeah. So, so if you don't know what you want to study, you can enter into a U.S. college undecided. And know that, okay, well, I'm not going to jump into any prerequisite coursework yet because I actually don't know what I want to do. So I'm going to do – I'll just focus on my liberal arts core that I have to do no matter where I go, what I study, what I do. So you, you automatically have classes um, that, that you can take without knowing specifically the direction that you want to go in. And, yeah. and what that allows you to do is you just – gives you more time to sort of figure out you know, who you are, what you're interested in, being yeah. at a home, and, and, and you start to – you know, it's it's you're not influenced by the same things that that you were influenced back home. You start thinking for yourself and and start yeah. understanding. Well, actually, I, I do like this, and and your liberal arts will actually give you, um, you know, a, a bit of everything yeah. in addition to, like I said, the English and and, and things like that. Yeah. So, um, that then helps steer you in a direction that that is best suited for you. And then you know, if you're undecided, crank out your your liberal arts stuff in your first year. Work on your prerequisites in your second year, and then you're ready for upper level study in, in whatever it is that, that you want to do. Yeah, so definitely a little bit more time to figure out again what you're interested in first. And using myself as an example, my first year uh, I was undecided. I had no idea what I wanted to study, so I sort of picked and choose between a few uh, different classes. You know, took the athletic training classes, sporty type classes, business classes, sciencey classes, and then the liberal arts core on top of that. And then it wasn't until my second year I'd decided to go down the business pathway so I started taking different accounting classes economics you know, principles of business and management right um, and and look those that those couple classes that you took in in sport and and things like that like look they're on your transcript yeah. did, did they actually count towards your business degree 
at the end of the day, yeah. Well, at the end of the day, yes, they're, they're credits, it's but but they're towards the, it, at the end it, it, overall. Yeah, exactly. So so look, you might take a few classes that that just give you a, a bit of experience in, in, in a couple different fields. Mm. Uh, and, and at the end of the day, no, you may not have needed them yeah. to graduate with a business degree. But those credits count. But those credits do count and they help you overall. But but what it helped you do more than anything was figure out that that's not what you wanted to do. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Definitely. But uh, one question I did have was, so it, it sounds like no matter where you go, whether you started a junior college or a university or a college, the first two years are going to be pretty pretty similar? Identical. Okay. Your, your first two years... Like, no matter where you go in the United States, your first two years will be identical for, for something specific that you want to study. Like like if you went to Harvard and did business or, or you went to Iowa Central and did business, you would still have a liberal arts core curriculum. And, and then you would also still have intro to business, intro to marketing, intro to management, principles of accounting, economics, microeconomics, yep. macroeconomics. And, and, and that makes up the first two years. If, if it's sports science, then it's um, you know, it's, it's your liberal arts core and it's biology, anatomy, physiology, chemistry, biochemistry, you know, mm-hmm. all those things to understand the human body. If yep. you want to do engineering, all right, then it's your liberal arts core and it's, you know, algebra, trigonometry, physics, chemistry, all the really, fun, all, yeah, all, all those really, really good things, cool. you know, as well as some principles of design yep. or, or things. If, if you're geared towards a specific field of engineering, if you want to do law, then you know a lot of your first couple of years is psychology. Um, you know, it depends on if you want to do criminal law, business law. Yeah. Um, that will determine the types of classes that that, that you take. But um, yeah, it, like it, it's just it, it's a, I guess a more gradual approach to something specific. Yeah. Uh, but it, but it, you know people say that the Australian degree is done in three years. Well. Yeah, if you know spot on what you want to do and, and you stick to that straight away and you don't have a hiccup any any way, yeah. but what you find is about 60% of the kids <laughs> decide to change after their first year into something completely different. Because they realize it's not necessarily yeah. what they were interested in. Yeah, so there, there's one year. Yeah. All right, then, uh, you know, yeah, uni wasn't that great, so I'll take a, a, a gap year. Uh, and then after that gap year, go back to uni into something different, and then that takes three years. So really, it turns into four or five years regardless, <laughs> right? So... Um, yeah, it's like I said, it's it's apples and oranges. Yeah, it really is. Like at the end of the day, you know, you're getting to the same result. You're going to get a bachelor of science or a bachelor of arts yeah. uh, in, in in something that you want, um, and then it's up to you where to take your studies. You know, from from that point, do you stop at a bachelor's degree or do you move on? And that going, yeah. probably segues us into something we'll get into here next segment, but the one after, I think. Okay, so maybe next. Just uh, <laughs> just giving you a little bit of a teaser. A teaser. So one question or concern that we get a lot of the time, and, and this is really, I guess, more so uh, when an athlete receives an offer from a particular university, this this question we raise. But uh, let's say, for example, my son or daughter you know, has an offer from this school, but I've gone on the website and it doesn't show physiotherapy or what I want to study. It doesn't it doesn't have that as a, a major and on the school's website. Why am I receiving an offer from there? Yeah, so... It kind of relates back to, to what we just talked about. Like, um, again, they're, they're different systems. So yep. it's not that they don't offer it. It, it may just be listed under something different. Um, you know, a, a lot of times, like the, a junior college opportunity, for instance. It's not going to say bachelor of you know, anything. <laughs> yeah, like a, a you know, bachelor of science in business. 
Well, well no, it, it, it won't say that because they don't offer a, a bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a bachelor's degree is consistent of, of four years of study. Yeah. So at a junior college where you do the first two years of study, they're going to offer an associate's degree in business, you know, associate of arts or associate of science in business, which essentially is your liberal arts core curriculum. And then all of those prerequisite courses that we just talked about, it's going to have your intro to management, intro to marketing, intro to business, accounting, economics, all that. Same thing. I'll use exercise science again or any science related field, your liberal arts core. And then it's going to have biology, anatomy, phys, chemistry, you know, microbiology, all that sort of stuff. That's what you're going to do in the first two years. And then, and then they offer up to an associate's degree. So, look, if you want to do exercise science, then you can do the first two years. You can do the first two years of any field, engineering, medicine, you know, absolutely every vet, you know, agribusiness, yeah. everything at a two-year school. You can design your own course because you're going to do your liberal arts core. Yeah. And then you're also going to do uh, the prerequisite coursework for you know, advanced study when it comes to the third and fourth year. Yeah. Um, so, no, it, it, it probably isn't listed the way that you're looking at it yeah. or, or thinking that it would be listed. Oh, Bachelor of, of, of Science in, in Physio. Because, again, that's what it would say here on a university's website. It would say... Exactly. Yeah, that's how it would be written when you looked yeah. up Melbourne Uni or, yeah. or something like that, physiotherapy. Yeah. Well, well, look, like, that's the other side of it, too. So, so once you've completed those two years, say, at a junior college... Like that's that's the same exact two years that that you would have done at a four year college or a university, and then, and then you transfer on. You do year three and year four, and then you graduate in the same four years. Um, now, when you look at, I guess the U.S. system and how we look at degrees like uh, like physio, uh, like vet science, like medicine, um, you, you know, here here's a, a big big difference. Like you're not going to see those schools list that as a bachelor's degree either because really it's those aren't bachelor's degrees mm. you know your your bachelor's studies so your first second third and fourth year of college in the united states if you're wanting to do something medically related uh, whether it be animal science human science whatever any kind of science like like that's your pre-professional study so they call that you know you, you become a doctor of physical therapy when when you go to grad school you become a doctor, uh, like an MD, when you go to med school. You become a lawyer when you go to law school. And that, that, that happens, yeah, yeah, physiotherapy, same thing, after you've completed a bachelor's degree. So this is what I love about the U.S. system is because here in Australia, to, to get into medicine or get into physio, they're judging the entry requirements for, for that you know, master's and, and doctorate level course for you coming out of year 12 or year 13. So if you don't have the grades coming out of high school, you can't even get into the course. Whereas in the States, there's a complete separation between undergraduate and postgraduate study. All right? and, and you become those things at the postgraduate level. And to be able to get into law school, med school, physio school, one of those advanced certification courses where you become a doctor, you become someone that's highly qualified in your field, mm-hmm. you have to make good enough grades through the four years of undergraduate study. Yeah. So, so let's use medicine as an example. All right. You'll have pre-medicine, which is listed on a, on a website as a pre-professional course of study or pre-physio. Now, the, the entry requirements to get into med school or the entry requirements to get into physio school or the entry requirements to get into law school, those are high. Yeah. 
because you have to be highly educated and you have to be very capable. So here's where if you don't let, – let's say that you cruise through your four years of undergraduate study and you make C's. All right. You, 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 you're not getting into med school. Yeah, no. All right? Like, you're not getting into law school. Like, if you cruise by and don't make good grades through those four years of study, then you're not going to get into that. You won't be operating on me. No. (laughs) Of course not. Not But But, you know, that's the thing. It's At least it gives you the chance, if that's what you feel that you genuinely want to do, to have the opportunity to actually get there. And and I'm I'm, I'm living proof of that. Like, Like, I was average in high school. Once I sorted out what I wanted to do and, and I, I thought about, you know, physio or athletic training, like I knew that that's going to be master's level coursework, like grads, you know, graduate studies. I needed to make really good grades through my undergraduate studies to actually get in, have a chance to, to gain admission into those. Yeah. Now, look, I went through my four years and, and I graduated with a 3.75 yeah. out of four points. So uh, basically in like mid A, mm-hmm. a on the positive side of A. Um, and, and I then had a chance to take the exams and, and would gain admission into any postgraduate study in either athletic training or physiotherapy. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you were to judge me from high school, I would have been a tradie. But, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and and that's, that's what's different. Not that there's anything wrong with that either. There's nothing wrong with being a tradie. <laughs> like, but, but I'm just saying, you know, I wasn't – I didn't put the effort in until – I had a, an idea of what I wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, and, and then I made those grades. Now, if you sit there and say, yep, yeah, I want to be a doctor, and, and you go through the whole pre-med course and you make, let's say you make a B average, you're still not going to be a doctor because you, you haven't made high enough grades to get into med school. But that doesn't mean that you haven't done something that, that's fantastic. Like you've completed a Bachelor of Science in pre-medical science. Yeah. No, you might not be a doctor. And and your own experience has has led to that. Like... If you really wanted to be a doctor, you would have made the grades. Yeah. But but look, let's say that you didn't make the grades, you had a B average. That doesn't mean – like if you want to go and work in a medically related field, you know, research or, or lab <laughs> science or things like that, you now have a degree that you can then take yeah. and, and go further. Yeah. So it's it, – like when, when we say that it's up to you yeah, it really who, is. what you want to do and who you become, it's completely up to you. The land of opportunity. Everyone gets to have a, a shot at – really what they they want that's it like if if you want to do it like like i said if you want to be in in an ivy league school all right but you don't get there right away that doesn't mean that you can't get there yeah that's another thing about the states where you start may not be where you finish Mm -hmm. and 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 getting from one place to the next may involve taking a a short stop somewhere building and doing the right things while you're there and then moving on and that can be the same for for the sports aspect uh, or, or even if you were just a normal student and, and you, you didn't get to where you wanted to go straight away or you yeah. want to be at a particular school for your upper level study to then prepare you for their postgraduate study and master's and things like that. So yeah. I've kind of rambled on a little bit. Yeah, I was just so – I forgot what question I even asked at the beginning. <laughs> no, but uh, if, if you know, the, the degree that you want to study is not shown on the school's website, do you panic and, and go into a rage? No, because – no, that doesn't mean that it's not offered or you can't study what you want to study. Not um, at all. Look, let's say that you get an offer from a university that does not offer a, a, a Bachelor of Science in Exercise Science. Which is what you want to do. Which is what you want to do. Yeah. All right. You can still do the first two years of that, yeah. which is which is your liberal arts and your your core curriculum in, in, in all the sciences that will then prepare you to then leave that university after two years. Yeah. 
and go to a different university yeah. where you can do your third and fourth year. Yeah. So a, a university can act in the exact same way as a junior, junior college, college does. Yeah. Stepping stone. A, a stepping stone, yeah. Like a four-year college. All, all, they're all the same. It's a, it's a four-year pathway to what you want to do. Yeah. And, and know that if you're looking at a junior college and you want to do a Bachelor of Science in Engineering – Look, they're, they're going to have an, an associate of applied science in engineering. That associate degree is the first two years of your engineering. Yeah. Then you're going to go and finish your bachelor's third and fourth year somewhere else. Somewhere else. Um, so just because it's not listed the way that you think that it's listed yeah. doesn't mean that you can't do everything that you need to there yeah. when it comes to your course. And it may be a little bit confusing. So everything, again, will be in the show notes available for you guys just to... I just make it a little bit trying easier. Trying to, to make it as, through, as clear as possible. Yeah, Hopefully no. it is. But... Um, it's just the bottom line it's different it's different very different it's different so over the past few years look we've we've noticed a bit of a trend with some of the questions that that get asked to us and and some of the concerns that are raised uh, i guess but a, one of them that that comes up a lot has a lot to do with university rankings um you know if if I get a degree from this institution, it's going to be better than getting one from here. Uh, I'm talking bachelor's degrees. Um, or if I, you know, if I go to this university in, in America, Iowa Wesleyan University, for example, uh, compared to Melbourne Uni, and you know, they jump online and they see, well, Melbourne Uni is ranked a lot higher than, than Iowa Wesleyan. Why would I, why would I go to Iowa Wesleyan University to do my bachelor's degree? Um, but maybe do you just want to explain rankings a little bit and, and how that sort of works? Uh, yeah, in, for sure. An international scale. Well, um, well, look. A lot of time, people mention rankings of an institution without actually understanding what where that ranking com- yeah. comes from. Yeah. Um, like, like, you know, junior colleges in the United States as well as four-year colleges in the United States are not going to have a world ranking. Yeah. All right? and, and that's because world rankings and university rankings are only derived from the amount of postgraduate research that a university publishes and yeah. puts into the world. Yeah. All right. So, so Harvard and Melbourne Uni and Yale and print, like all those universities that are ranked so high, it actually has nothing to do with their academic with a bachelor's degree or yeah, well, it ha- well, degree but it has or... nothing to do with their actual academic environment and and, and the treatment and and the yeah you know like how how students are are, are taught like it, it just means that that school does more research than most and publishes that research in journals uh, and and different things throughout the the world at the postgraduate at, at the at the postgraduate level so that's again that's after you've completed a bachelor's degree yeah so master's degrees phds doctorates yeah. mds you know all that like that you know that's where university rankings come from yeah. believe it or not and you can call me on that you can, <laughs> you can you can go and look that up and, and you can tell me that i'm wrong um but it's it's all about postgraduate research yeah. so at the end of the day when it comes to a bachelor's degree Right. If if you get a bachelor's degree from Melbourne Uni and you have a C average, all right, or you get a bachelor's degree uh, from Iowa Wesleyan University and you have an A average, mm-hmm. when it comes to taking your education further, even though you went to Melbourne Uni, you made poor grades. Like at Wesleyan, you made great grades. That that that's going to be that's a globally recognized degree. Yeah. 
and then you're you're able to then go and 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 further your study yeah. into more places than you would if you took a bachelor's degree and didn't make as good a grades. So, an an institution that offers postgraduate work, if you're applying there, they're not going to look at a degree from Melbourne Uni and say, well, he's got C's. A degree from Iowa Wesley and say, well, he's got B's, but Melbourne Uni's ranked higher, so not at he, all. He's accepted. No, no, no. It, it's exactly. it's it, it's based on your achievement. Yeah, you know, and and that's like. Yeah, like university rankings, they, they kill me. Like, <laughs> There's a lot more to it than just seeing something yeah. online, a number online and say, well, you know, this school is, is ranked higher because I've seen it online right. uh, and, or on Forbes list or whatever. Right, or like, look, I made an ATAR of this and that's going to get me into Melbourne Uni or uh, UQ or University of WA and, and they're ranked this. Yeah. So when I go to the States, I want to be in a school that's ranked the same or, or better yeah. than than that. Okay, well, here, here's here's another piece of reasoning, right? If like if you made these grades and it got you into these schools, and and they're ranked this, like how are you going to get something better than that? Yeah, if that's what you got into. Yeah, exactly. like like you can't just jump ship, go to the other side of the world, and get into something better, better. than what you're going to get in here yeah. for starters. But the other component, and and really the most important component of that thought process is that you're thinking about it only from the point of being a student. Yeah. Right? Like if, if you if you just want to be a student in the United States and you want to go over and you want to study, uh, then then essentially your ATAR and your grades and everything, they'll work in, the, in a similar sort of way uh, because they'll determine what schools that you can gain admission into. Yeah. And, and then you, you go and, and you still get to choose whatever you want to study over there. Um, but the higher the grades that you have, the more and different types of schools that you can get into, and, and that's great. But if you want to be a college athlete, you know, especially a scholarship college athlete, yeah. like there's a whole other component to that that is out of your control, yeah. right? And, and, and that's the coach and, and the athletic staff uh, believing that in addition to having the grades, yeah. you have the right ability for what they're looking for, no matter the sport that you play. Yeah. So you can't just say, oh, well, look, I'm an average uh, tennis player, um, you know, and, and like, but I've got unbelievable grades and, and I want to go to Harvard. Yeah. Well, what you need to understand is that Harvard has, they, they require unbelievable grades for admission, but they also have unbelievably talented athletes. Yeah. So, so the rankings need to, you know, if, if you want to go to the best types of schools then academically and academically athletically. and athletically you yeah. need to be on top in both like yeah. it can't be my academics are here so i want to go to ucla well yeah. no it doesn't work that way and they don't necessarily have anything to do rankings have nothing to do with really the the athletic programs themselves as not well. at all like uh kenyan college is an awesome thing they're probably not ranked anywhere in the top 100 in terms of rankings and what we're talking about here postgraduate work but their athletic facilities are the best in the country. Yeah, you know, like they've, they've got a $10 million athletic facility. But yeah. Kenyon actually, uh, like, like I said, Kenyon College. Kenyon College, yeah. All right, so they, they may, wouldn't have a, a, a global ranking yeah. because they don't, they don't offer postgraduate, postgraduate studies. But in the United States, Kenyon College in, in Kenyon, Ohio, yeah. all right, nobody would have ever thought about them. No. Um, they're considered like a, a good lead and a mini Ivy league school yeah um you know what's the ones in iowa grinnell yeah there's, there's another one uh unbelievable academics yeah. uh hendrix college in, in arkansas 
You know, these, these smaller schools that in their undergraduate studies, they're, they're pumping out high-level students that are going on and doing their postgraduate studies at some of the best universities in the yeah. country. Yeah. So, so again, you know, if you're just sitting there looking at a university ranking, that, that, that actually has nothing to do with your undergraduate studies. It has, yeah. has everything to do with just postgraduate research. Yeah. And, and, and look, like if, you're, if you go to one of those schools as a postgraduate student, by all means, like you're going to be involved in that research. You're yeah. going to you're going to be doing a lot more things than a lot of schools that are out there, yeah. and the reputation that comes with that is going to be different. But that's at the postgraduate level. Yeah, you have to complete an undergraduate degree before, before you can go there. into anything at the postgraduate level. Yeah. So, exactly. yeah, that's I think the probably the biggest thing that and and maybe one of my pet peeves, <laughs> like like it's. it's like I understand it, yeah. you know, and and I don't get mad when, when when anyone asks. We're here to educate. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um. But but when I'm told, not asked, but I'm told that, you know, something is one way when when in, in all actuality it's not. Yeah. Like I it, it I, I try and steer, you know, students back onto to the right path to understand. I guess the the overall concept of the the U.S. system and how yeah. it works. Yeah. And and. and why there there's any confusion is because people are trying to compare apples with apples. Yeah. All right. When you know we're looking at apples and oranges. Yeah. Like like I said, we're going to end up at the same result. You know, we, we we've got kids that that have gone over to the states. Just a, I'll just list a couple. All right. Um, one boy that went to to Delta State University. Mm-hmm. All right, Mississippi. Mississippi. Guarantee nobody's heard of it. <laughs> Not Delta State, but Mississippi. You probably heard of Mississippi, <laughs> uh, but probably not Delta State University, right? He goes to Delta State, graduates in three and a half years, loads up his coursework, um, and and ultimately finishes with a bachelor's degree in political science with a very very high grade point average. Mm-hmm. Comes back, jumps into the University of Sydney in a Juris Doctor, all right. So essentially, the postgraduate law component. Um, and now he, he's working with a law firm, law firm, um, you know, like on a sort of, I guess, apprentice basis while he's completing his postgraduate degree. So, look, he went and got a bachelor's degree from a school that you've never heard of, made good enough grades in that to come back to the University of Sydney, jump into a school with a very high ranking that you have heard of yeah. to then complete his postgraduate studies which is when rankings matter when, which is when rankings matter 100% like you know to, to get a lawyer that, that went to the University of Sydney and yeah. did really well like that's that's kind of what you want <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up there because we've covered a fair bit today but um, we, a quick sort of summary of, of this uh, this week's episode um, comparing Australia and the US and uh, I guess the university pathway they're both very different um, everything you do before university here in Australia will determine what you can study. Everything you do before university here in Australia in the States determines, determines where you can go. What schools that you can gain admission into. You, right. you study whatever you want you to study. study whatever you want. Um, US is typically a four-year pathway, but you can do a degree in three years if you want to. That's it. If you uh, stack on your coursework, let's say that you take additional classes each semester, plus you take summer classes. Yeah. We, we've had students finish... Uh, in, I just talked about uh, the boy this morning, Jason. He finished yep. in three and a half years. Uh, the boy that, that went to, to Delta State that I just told you about, he yep. finished in three and a half years because yep. they stacked on their coursework. So yep. it can be done. Three and a half years, that gives you four competitive collegiate seasons, yep. but gives you all four years of your coursework okay. in a shorter period of time. Yep. So really, 
you're in control of, of everything. You're in control you of everything. when you complete your degree to a certain extent. Um, you can't complete it in a year, obviously. No. <laughs> uh, you know, you decide the, the coursework you do in sort of the first two years. Yep. Um, there's a bit more freedom uh, with the classes that you take and you know, the, the pathway that you take in the first two years, your and second that, two years. That's because you, no matter what you want to study, you're going to have a liberal arts core curriculum. Yep. Like if you want to be an engineer and you know that you want to be an engineer, that's great. You can go into engineering, but you're still going to have a liberal arts core curriculum. Yep. You know that you want to do medicine. You know that you want to do physio. You know that you want to do veterinary science. You know that you want to do fire science. Yeah. yeah. All right. You still have a liberal arts core curriculum in the United States. Yeah. And and sometimes that feels like you're not studying something specific to your degree. But no, it may not be specific to your end result, but it, it certainly is specific to your development yeah. of your communication skills, which is going to be valuable for anything. Exactly. Uh, and the last thing we sort of spoke about was uh, rankings. Um, no, you skipped one. Did I? Yeah, because uh, we talked okay. about how it's listed on the website. Yeah, Richo. exactly. I did Good thing one. I'm here. <laughs> uh, so if the um, – what was the question? If, oh, come on. Come on. Okay, <laughs> guys, I'm, check, listed, I'm, not, I'm not taking over. on the website. And, yeah, my son or daughter wants to study something, but it's not listed on the website of this particular school where I've received an offer from. Like, why am I receiving an offer from this school? And we, and we covered that as well. We covered that. It, it, there's a, probably a 99% chance that it is listed on the website under something that you're not looking in. Yep. Uh, it may not be exactly the way that you think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't mean that it's not there. Okay. And the last thing we spoke about was rankings. That's right. Exactly. And rankings have everything to do with postgraduate research and studies and nothing to do with bachelor's degrees program. Correct. Exactly. Okay. Well... Uh, we'll wrap it up there. Hopefully everyone has, has learned something new. Um, I, th- I think I taught Matt a few lessons this week. Um, Look, he, but- <laughs> he did, like I said, he did teach me a lesson as to how out of control I, I, I got. Um, <laughs> By implementing video, the video. Look, we implemented the video, and I can now see... You look, my wife was right. <laughs> uh, I have gained a little bit. She's always right. She's always right. Happy wife, happy life. Uh, yes, babe, I will get out and I will start working out again. <laughs> but I did not need her to tell me that after watching that video, Richo. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, but look, we'll be back next week. Uh, don't forget the show notes will be available. Don't forget to subscribe to uh, YouTube, iTunes, and any other podcast app. Um, again, hopefully you enjoy the new sort of podcast that we do with the videos and the new thumbnails. Uh, we got some new music as well, which is pretty cool. So everything's new and improved, and it's only going to get better and better. And we're going to have cool podcast outfits as of probably next week or the week after as well. So we're going to get mugs. Yeah, we're going to have mugs. I want mugs. I want like those hanging microphones. I want like <laughs> media wall. That's it. Everything. That's it. We're doing. We're going big. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll speak to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you.